The Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about black men. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Male Archives. I am your host, Rodney Freeman, and I have with me Dr. Isaac Aday. Isaac, how are you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good to see you again. Yes, yes, yes. We actually interviewed you uh, a while ago. Um, so yeah. I, I want to let the listeners know that if you want to hear Dr. Isaac Aday's uh, story and his background, please tune in to the uh, podcast that we have where it uh, the title is My Walk Through Black America. So um, and he talks about his story, where he's from. And we're going to get into a little bit of that, but we're going to really mostly focus on your uh, newly author. So we want to talk about your book. Uh, black boy fly so uh tell us just brief background about yourself and where you come from black boy fly is a book ladies and gentlemen yeah, sure 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 thank you for having me ronnie love the platform love what you're doing in this space especially giving black males an audience and a platform to talk about themselves uh I always tell people that I'm a first generation Ghanaian american my parents are immigrants from ghana they pursued a new world when they came to America in the seventies. I'm their first experiment. As I like to say, I think it's gone well so far. I'm their oldest child. I grew up in the South primarily born in North Carolina, uh, schooled in Arkansas and Mississippi. So I'm a Southern boy, even though I have Ghanaian heritage and ancestry. Man. And, and again, listeners, uh, we, we, his story is amazing. So please listen to, the podcast, uh, My Walk Through Black America. But Black Boy Fly, tell us about that. And how, what was the inspiration behind that? And why did you decide to write that? Yeah, man. You know, like a lot of things that happened in my life, this came to me as a vision back in 2016 in September. I really don't remember exactly what I was doing at the time, but I pulled up my Evernote app in my phone and I wrote down Black Boy Fly. It just came to me randomly. And it was as if God said, this is going to be the story that you're going to tell one day. At the time, I was in the midst of working on my Ph.D. And so I basically told myself, you can't finish. You can't publish a book until you finish your Ph.D. So over the years, while I was working on my doctorate, I would basically journal. And in my journal, I use a journal app called Day One. I would use the hashtag Black Boy Fly when that was going to be something I was going to put in a book. So literally that book is a collection of my journal thoughts over the course of several years. And I really went personal with it. I tried to shape the story around my core values of purpose, influence and change. And also basically give people a, a little bit of background on me, but also some things that I think can empower people to fly despite whatever struggles they may be facing. So that's what the book is about. Um, I would I, I would like to tell people that it was motivated by two things besides the vision from from above but Kendrick Lamar has a song called Black Boy Fly which I listen to a lot and Richard Wright has a book called Black Boy and Richard Wright is from the Natchez Mississippi area where I finished high school he's one of my favorite authors so those are the two of the influences I'm all about books I'm all about music so it's only appropriate that that title stems from those things Man, I am so I am because I, I know you uh, know the Richard Wright. Stuff yeah, well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm on Richard Wright because man, that was like one of the first books that I just like, sat down and devoured. You know, yeah. like from front to yeah. back, and I was just 
I, I mean, nobody could, you know, it's like when you're trying to wake somebody up and they're not, they're, gonna, they're not waking up. He's like, I was <laughs> in that book. So, you know, my parents was calling people were calling me around, but I, I stayed motivated and read that from front to back. That black boy is, I tell everybody, that's like one of my favorite books as well, man. So, yeah, man, so, mind so as well. What, what, how was the writing process for this? Uh, I, I know you said yeah. it took several years. How, how did that go? Yeah, the writing process was interesting because most people, I think when they sit down to write a book, they plan it out. They have a schedule. They, you know, that kind of thing. But because mine is a more of an, I would call it a non-traditional book because it's it's 26 short entries, um, mm-hmm. thoughts that are my original thoughts about things that I experience. You know, I think it was a non-traditional process. But when I sat down at the beginning of last year to to start putting the book together, because I was I knew I was coming up on uh, the, the time to finish my Ph.D. So I said, OK, let me go ahead and start putting this book together. Got the cover done first and the cover just blew my mind. I had this concept um, with me kind of wrapped up in kente cloth because when I die, that's how I want to be buried, wrapped in mm-hmm. kente cloth. Mm-hmm. And I told the designer, this is kind of what I'm thinking, man. He killed the design of the book and I started doing pre-orders. And I just started assembling the book. And I basically I went back to my journal, looked at all of the different journal entries that I had with the hashtag Black Boy Fly. And I sat down and I just started expanding on those initial thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so it was a course of a several month process that I would sit down, pull up a journal entry, read it. I might say, you know what, this might be too personal. Come back to it the next day. Actually, okay, I'm going to take this thought and I'm going to, you know, build out a story around the thought. And that's how I did it. Um, And so when people read the book and I've gotten great feedback so far, they're like, man, this is really interesting. It's literally a collection of journal entries. And so I spent part of 2020 forming the book, putting it together. And I wanted to do it myself. So I edited it myself. I formatted the book myself. Everything that you see, I did it on my own. My wife did a, a, a proofread for me. My mom uh, did a proofread for me. But it was it was a great process. It was a lot of work, though. I, I didn't realize it, uh, that much work goes into formatting a book alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know, getting it published. But it was it was fun. Yeah, man. I was just I was just gonna ask you that. Like, what? If there's one journal entry that you were just really hesitant on putting in, what would that what, what, what was that like? <laughs> oh man, let's see. Um, so you know, there's one in there called "Dear Father, You Matter." I made a post about it last week, and it kind of taught. If you read it, if you read into it, it talks. The underlying theme is me struggling with the idea of being a co-parent. And in a long distance dad and not having my child with me. So I wrote that post to motivate myself like, hey, you matter as a father. I almost didn't put it in there, though, because, you know, when you're going when you go through a divorce, you're not the only person that's a part of that process. And I didn't Mm want to put anything in a book that would kind of, you know, shine a a light on other people and other situations. But I felt like it might empower some other brothers. I know you're familiar with that experience. Mm -hmm. So I had to go ahead and run it, even though I was initially hesitant to put it in there. Yeah, man. Did you get into the the psyche and everything? How did you feel like you were really... Or even now, to this day, since you you actually put it out there into the world, how 
the vulnerability that 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 comes yeah. into how how did you get because I feel like as a as a man sometimes it's like you know because I don't want to be that vulnerable I hold some stuff back and you know, like I, sure. I won't say sure. so did you did you have to get past that point in order to write some I of did. these? I did. So let me tell you, man. So fun, the, here's a funny thing. So when the top of the year kicked off in January, I said, OK, I'm going to release the book on my birthday, which was July 9th, 2021. I was going to be turning 40. And I said, let me just do pre-orders. So in February, I started teasing the book and I started doing pre-orders. Man, once the summertime hit and I started putting the book together, I, I became very afraid. Because I, I had put it out there, I said I was going to put this book together. Started pulling the content together, and I was like, "Man, I can't put this out. What are people going to think about me?" It was it was almost as if I had this like fear that just took over, mm-hmm. and so I missed the deadline of July 9th for my birthday getting the book put out because I had to mentally work through getting mm-hmm. comfortable with putting out these private thoughts because mm-hmm. these were thoughts that I had just been in my journal and I kept to myself. When you put mm-hmm. stuff in your journal, you don't expect other people to read it. But right. I, I, I basically had to go through and I talked to some people and I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? These these posts, these these uh, journal entries are going to free some people. They're going to help some people. And mm-hmm. so I pulled it all together. And I think by October-ish, I got it all done. Yeah. And then in November, I got it all submitted. And then I finally got my author copies in in December. And I got the majority of all the initial orders shipped out. Um, I'm almost, I think I only have 10 of the 200 author copies left, man. So I sold about 190 of the books. I was shocked. Oh, wow. uh, That's great. I had to go in in a couple weeks ago, order another set of author copies. I'm selling them on my website, uh, blackboyflybook.com, but people are also buying it on Amazon. They're also buying it on Apple books. So man, the feedback has been great, but yes, very vulnerable process, yeah. scary process. I yeah. pulled back, almost didn't even do the book. Like, nah, <laughs> you got to put this book out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you did put it out, man. What does your family think about the book and how, how you know, are they receiving it? It's so funny that you asked that question. So my dad hasn't read it yet, but my mom has read it. When I got one of the proof copies in, uh, I took it to her before she went to Ghana in December and she said she was going to read it while she was in Ghana. She read the book before she even got to Ghana. She finished it. Um, and we were talking about it yesterday. And she was just praising me how proud she was of me, how much she loved the story. And I was like, you my mom. So you probably buy it. And she was like, no, I read a lot of stuff. My mom has a Ph.D. in, in social work. So she 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 reads a lot. And yeah. she said, this is a really great book. It's simple easy to read, impactful, and you're going to empower a lot of people. And the feedback has been great, man. People have been texting me saying they love it. Women have been telling me that. I was surprised women were even going to buy the book. They've been buying it. They've been reading it. They've been loving it, too. So great response from the family and and people around me. Man, so what's next from here? I know you have some other initiatives that you're doing that's Mm -hmm. tied to the book. Can you talk to us about those? Yeah, sure. So great. I'm glad you asked that question, Rodney. In 2016, I was doing this Conscious Convo series that I ran from 2016 to 2019. And I kind of it went on hiatus due to the pandemic and me finishing my doctorate. But I'm going to revive the Conscious Convo brand as a Conscious Convo network this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do a Black Boy Fly show under the Conscious Convo network. 
Um, I've really been in a space of just being still and listening to what the spirit wants me to do with this book. I did not want to do a traditional book run like what we see. You go and do a book launch and a tour and all this stuff. I wanted to just do something different. So I'm going to be interviewing other black males, just like you're doing with me to talk about their story and what they had to overcome in order to fly. And that's going to be what the Black Boy Fly show is going to be about. Also, my goal is to reach as many audiences of black males, young and old, to share my story through speaking, through mentoring, through coaching. Um, You know, I taught at Tennessee State for seven years Mm -hmm. and I always felt like I wish I could do more for my black male students. So Mm -hmm. this book is going to be the platform that I use to, to go out and do that. Man, so much success, man. Congratulations <laughs> with this book and what you're doing, Thank man. You. What what um I, I I this is one of those uh questions that you know down the road in the future, what, what does it look like? So what does it look like in, in in 10 years, your 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 network? What do you want this where do you want this to go to? What's, what's the vision for that? You know what, man? So when I think about 10 years down the road, I'll be 50. Hopefully at that point in time, I'm semi-retired. That's my goal. But I, I will likely be still speaking on a global scale. Yeah. I want to see black males empowered to be them their best selves. Mm-hmm. I really feel like the black male collectively is experiencing some sort of crisis today. Mm-hmm. And I want to do my part to help as many black men as I can get to the next level in their life in terms of, you know, whatever they want to do career wise, professionally or personally. So over the next decade, my hope is I'm able to elevate my profile and use my story, the good and the bad to help save a lot of other brothers out there that are going through a lot of different things. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's where, uh, Oh, uh, what's the, do you have another book? Uh, in mind and any other book <laughs> <that> you- <laughs> yeah so you know i'll say this i haven't ever said this publicly but uh, i've been talking with my son about a book and likely doing a children's version yeah. of black boy fly this book is likely written to an audience that is maybe high school and above mm-hmm. but younger boys black males specifically need resources and support so maybe a children's version around the black boy fly concept targeted toward younger black males. That's, that's one thing. And and I also have some other thoughts in mind on how I might do follow ons to this book. I don't know if I would call it black boy fly something else or black boy sore or black boy <laughs> dream, but you know, I want to do definitely something that, that feels like a series around black male empowerment. Man, the Black Mill Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories <laughs> about Black men. Dr. Isaac Aday. Um, also, let the uh, listeners know where they can follow you and um, yeah, sure, sure. On social media. So I'm on all social media platforms at Isaac Adai, PhD. You can go to my website, IsaacAday.com. Uh, you can go out to BlackBoyFlyBook.com and get access to the book. Feel free to hit me up. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have an audience of black males that need empowerment, reach out. I'd love to make that connection too. 
Awesome. Isaac, thank you so much for this, for, for, for this opportunity, for us being able to circle back with you, man. Thank you again. Of course. Of course. That so was like success. three years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Time flies, man. Yeah. I got a lot more gray hair since then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love what you're doing, man. Much success and let us know anything that we can do to support. Let us know. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. All right, sir. Thank you for your time. All right.